0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. This is Patrick Riccardi. And uh, once again, i a special guest. Yay! Mike, I, well, yeah. <laughs> at this point, you're more like the unofficial third host. I think.
1: Oh, please don't insult me like that. <laughs>
0: well, I don't know how it's an insult, because you're the only one <laughs> of the three of us who's found out a way to make money off this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pat and I are just idiots.
1: <laughs> I don't know how I make money off this
2: thing. This, well, this... we pay you, right? Because I, I send John $20 every time you're
0: on the show. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, well, that's <laughs> wonderful. When do I get that money? I don't know. Pat Pat sends it in, in uh, pennies, unrolled. Oh. Through the mail, so. Well, I'll meet you at the Coin Star. Oh yeah, at at the uh, Safeway.
1: Yeah, that's where all the old people hang out with their bags of coins. <laughs>
0: I th- I thought that's where I thought that was the pickup spot. <laughs> well, there's only well, one Safeway in San Francisco, right? <laughs> well, there's the one that's right near our office. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there, that one is definitely not a pickup spot.
2: Yeah, safe, you
1: San Francisco.
0: Want to pick up a virus? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and I do. <laughs>
1: I'm hoping for shingles myself,
0: which I have uh, <laughs> proudly, proudly. I'm a proud owner of shingles.
2: You're shinged and you're proud. <laughs> That's what this episode is about, shingles. We're going to do a, yeah. kind of a Mayo Clinic episode.
0: So it's a little bit of music, but mostly shingles. Mostly, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to, I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say uh, it's as tragic as 9-11 but it has lasted longer than
1: 9-11 mm.
0: and it's How's still it compared to 7-11 um 7-11 it kicks ass all over uh my shingles actually manufacture a more tasty cheese topping for nachos than 7-11 does um
1: shingles is actually less itchy than most 7-11s
0: yeah i i think that's true as well uh anyway yeah i got i have shingles but uh which so it's been kind of nice that we've been off for the past, co- or well, we haven't been off, but Pat and I haven't recorded episodes for the past couple weeks because I don't know. You, you were haven't? off traipsing around the forest or whatever you do with your free time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been I've been really out of it. So, uh, but this week we're doing uh, by Michael Morris's uh, demand. Hmm. Who's uh, do versus Sugar? Who's do? New Day Rising. 1985 versus Sugar Copper Blue 1992 Yeah. <laughs> Already it's starting. <laughs> we See, I like to think of it as as a, a cultural exchange, Michael, but yeah.
1: uh... I'm thinking of it that way too. Like you guys watched the movies that I asked you to watch and I enjoyed yes. the experience of listening to these two albums. Yeah, and I enjoyed it's
0: I not... I find it fun, like you don't have to like the music i mean i have enjoyed the stuff you've brought to us but you know you don't have to enjoy like lately i i made myself uh, a mix of of uh death metal and grindcore which is like not my <laughs> scene at all um but just because i'm like well you know people get something out of it i should at least try to see i mean i actually sure. i find it pretty funny for the most part um unintentionally so but i, I don't mean to be condescending um well, I just I have a hard time seeing how anybody can take that stuff seriously. But when you take it as a joke, uh, like you do, say, Morrissey's lyrics, um, I, find it, <laughs> I find it then quite amusing.
2: Was it easier to take since you were dealing with the pain of shingles?
0: The death metal? Yeah. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> that might have had something to do with my decision to try it out, yeah.
1: I've always felt that way about the Beatles. Like, maybe if I got shingles and listened to the Beatles, it would be more of a mind-opening experience. The Sheetles. The sheet should,
0: <laughs> yeah, there should be a a group that does Beatles cover songs just for people with shingles. Like, they could do it in whatever style, you know, you your preferred musical style is. Like, Pet Shop Boy type uh, version of Beatles songs. <laughs> I, I would probably like that. So. Yeah, somebody with uh, talent, get on that. Anyway, uh, as usual, I imagine we're not going to have much to say uh, musically, but uh, since Pat and I have... Uh, I'm forcing Pat to listen all the way through the entire Husker Du discography slowly. And this has been my favorite mm-hmm. so far. Oh, has it? Okay. All right. Uh, let's. Uh, no. How about that? Let's hear your thoughts, Michael. Just you know, it doesn't yeah. have to be deep.
1: Um, my thoughts about Husker Du in general. Yeah, the album. Yeah. The album. Well, it's it's very uh, it's a lot of shouty kind of stuff.
0: For sure, you know what yeah. I mean.
1: And I am musically an idiot. You said something to me about like how there were melodies, and that that was like um, something that was unusual for this type of music, you know, aggressive sort of like punk, I guess, or yeah. early punk. Um, and I honestly don't know what a melody is. <laughs> and I didn't even think to look it up. I'm just <laughs> thinking now, like, what exactly is a melody? Maybe that would have helped if I had looked that up. <laughs> um, and um, I thought like there were some songs that I could tell apart. Which is a good thing, you know. Like I could see that they had, they
0: didn't just well, keep going. Especially for a novice to this kind of music, I think that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, and that's what I, I, think I totally am. If you am. would have
2: been on this musical journey with me, you would have, you would have picked up what a melody was. Comparing, because if you compare this to the first couple albums, it is a little bit different.
1: Well, when you listen to something like um, the Dead Kennedys, which I actually have heard before, um, back in the eighties, like there's no melody there, right? Right. That's just somebody shouting nonsense and loud guitars, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. So this is basically that, but there's like a little more doodly do. Yeah, you could you <laughs> could hum along to
0: some of the songs on this. Right.
1: One. Okay. That's that's what I got from this. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that wraps up Husker Du. All right. Sugar. <laughs> Talk about sugar.
0: <laughs> and jingles.
1: Is, is Sugar a group?
0: Yeah. It's, it's Just one guy, right? No, no, it's a group. It's Bob Mold's group. Bob Mold from Who's Du. uh anybody who's listening knows. And uh I, I think we discussed in email maybe, but uh Bob Mold and Grant Hart, both the singers and songwriters, are both gay, Michael. So They are so this is uh this should be right up your alley. I knew that Bob If you
1: I, know knew what that I mean. Bob- <laughs> I knew that Bob Mould was. I didn't know who Grant Hart was until Did right now. Did they know
2: each other were gay while they were popular? Or yeah. was it a secret? Oh, I, I like it better that they had a big secret from each other and it turned out, I'm gay. Oh, you're gay. I'm gay, too. <laughs>
1: and that's that why, why they broke explains up. the glory
2: holes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the gl- I, don't,
1: I don't even know what the, Oh, got it. it. There's a visual joke, there yes, that doesn't I, make sense unless I explain it in more detail. That shouldn't be explained. No. So, <laughs> well, it shouldn't need to be for anybody right. over ten. So, did they know that they were both gay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So they knew when they met. It wasn't like, oh, the um, like I mean, in the '80s. I don't they know, knew. like
0: from the very second they sure. locked eyes with each other, they knew uh, they were both gay. But yeah, no, yeah, they they totally knew.
1: And did people know back in the 80s when they were listening to this?
3: Uh,
0: did no, their fans know? no. I think, uh, you know, people who knew them and, and people who, uh, you know, got to meet them and stuff sometimes would know. But it wasn't, yeah, no, I don't think so. I so didn't you, know. I had so no idea.
1: You've also met him, correct?
0: Yeah, I've met him a few times, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you're sort of biased. Towards? Towards liking this.
0: this oh, type of yeah. Music. Well, okay. but I mean, I'd, I'd met him after I'd liked them for a long time. So
2: I'm just playing the Barbara Walters role. <laughs> <The> <laughs> oh, <show>. thanks. <laughs> what was the bigger shock for fans that Bob Mould was gay or Grant, Grant Hart was gay?
0: Oh, I don't know. For me, it was uh, huh. it, for me it was Bob Mould, but that's just because I heard about that one first. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Um, he got kind of outed by Spin magazine in an, in an article they did on Sugar, actually. Really? Yeah. Tell us the story. Oh, I don't know. It was just—it was a the the new Sugar album had come out, and but like the interviewer's whole purpose for doing the interview was to like basically say, "Hey, if you're not gonna say something, I'm gonna say something." Oh no way! I would love kind that of, job. <laughs> <laughs> well, first you got to learn what a melody is, and then yeah. and then you I can start writing about music. After that
2: spin article came out, did Grant Hart do a vi- uh, interview where he just said "me too"?
0: <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> but, um, no, I think in the in the spin article, actually, the, I think the spin article might have might have uh, outed both of them in a way because the I think the interviewer asked him if asked Bob if him and Grant were ever lovers, and Bob said Grant wishes. So. Wow. Yeah.
2: That doesn't really answer the question. I forgot what it was. So then. No, he didn't answer the question.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: When you have bands like Pet Shop Boys, for example, which I know that John and I both like, I'm not sure about Pat, um, were you surprised that they were gay? No. Okay. And how about, like, it seems like all the B 52 members were gay. Is, did that surprise you?
0: Well, Fred Schneider definitely didn't surprise me. <laughs> and then, what? And then, uh, who was it? Ricky Wilson died of AIDS, right? Right. Oh, so you're assuming he was gay. So, <laughs> racist. I, uh, <laughs> homophobic. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have I I have no uh, no comeback for that one. I, I guess that was racist of me.
1: <laughs> I I was surprised by Kate because I didn't know that Kate was a lesbian. No, I didn't either. Actually, but, um, that was I, I only found out about that in the last few years.
0: Yeah, but, well, uh, and she has. I don't know if you've heard her solo album.
1: Oh my god, I love Kate. I have her solo album. Yeah,
0: and she's got that song on there about the you know about transgender and everything, which is
1: right. It's cool but it's kind of painfully like came out the week that everybody was like up in arms about using the word tranny. Oh yeah. Um and Wait, does like Does she say tranny in the song? She doesn't, but she okay, says I she's going to say. The song is called Mr. Sister, mm-hmm. which is like supposed to be like uplifting and like I'm you're part of my community too, blah blah blah. Like it's supposed to be a good thing. Right. And it comes off like Ooh, these lyrics were written by somebody who hasn't been paying attention to the current climate. Social of, climate. <laughs> right. Like, it comes just short of, like, being offensive, and it's not meant to be at all. You know the spirit of is not offensive. But, um,
2: it's kind of like if a uh, grandma from the 60s was talking about how she liked the darkies. Right. Right,
1: like how our parents say coloreds or, or maybe grandparents
2: yeah. say things like
1: that, and to us, that's like, you can't say that. But to her, without meaning to be hurtful, she's she's throwing something around that's kind of a slur.
0: Oh, yeah, I didn't get that from it at all. I got it as like, total. but, you know, it's Kate Pearson. like. Nor did I. Yeah. Right,
1: exactly. She She's a hippie. She's like stuck in that sort of like 70s, 80s hippie mindset. Yeah. Um, and she didn't mean anything by it. But um, clearly, I think that killed maybe that album for most people. Oh, that, that's too people, bad. That
2: stinks. That's a great song. Yeah, and i didn't actually pay album. attention to the lyrics so i didn't even notice
1: there's some really good songs on the album she worked with Sia i think to um that woman that nobody knows what she looks like yeah, um, no, I, yeah. To, <coughs> excuse me um to write it and uh, uh i i really i still listen to that even though it's you know it's been out for what like a year or something but yeah uh, it
0: came out earlier this year i think or maybe it, it was last year yeah i can't even it was remember
1: this year i go through it i go through my cycles quickly but um she was not in husker do how's that for transition
0: no she was not uh they asked her to be in it originally right
1: did they yeah
0: yeah and uh she was like no um, i've already got a hit album idiots." Brian,
1: there's not enough doodly doos in your songs for there's, me
0: yeah or as as uh people over the age of five say melodies <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also i hate
2: gay people
1: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and that. But I'm secretly a lesbian. I think, uh, I think it's funny that the, the one straight guy in the group looks like the most stereotypically gay person you'd ever see anywhere. In it. the guy with,
1: is that the mustache guy? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, the yeah, I would have picked him as Grant Hart if you yeah. had not told me that.
0: Yeah, he also, for a time, well... In some pictures, I've seen him wore really short shorts and stuff. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> maybe he, he was trying to uh, draw focus from the other two.
2: Maybe he's <laughs> waiting, waiting to come out for an opportune moment. He's he's like, why spin? Not writing about me. He's waiting for for the popularity of the band to be at its its high point.
0: <laughs>
1: well, actually, if you get a good look at those other two guys, like they need somebody in short shorts.
0: <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> to, like draw attention
1: because <laughs> those other two guys are not bringing in the attention.
0: <laughs> no, and I mean Bob's much more uh, in shape now for sure. But yeah, no, you're you're right.
1: Oh, so you've you've seen him recently?
3: Oh yeah.
2: Oh, you you two talk about physique together? Yeah. <laughs> I think we, it's almost a special moment for John's part mm-hmm. of the show.
0: What we did not talk about physique. <laughs> I have talked with him at length about uh, music and just geeking out about music. But that's about the only real kind of conversation I've had with him.
2: What How does, does he, he think of doodly doos?
0: <laughs> well, he's all for doodly doos, man. He's uh, <laughs> he's definitely straight out of a Well, he says he's straight out of the Beatles and sixties pop and the mamas and the papas and stuff.
1: What do you get when when you're talking to him and after a show or before a show or what have uh, you? Like what is it like when he's ready to end the conversation? Like how do you know that it's over?
0: I think I ended it last time. I was like, "Well, uh, it's been fun, but my girlfriend's sitting upstairs and we've been sitting down here for an hour, so uh, I'm going to go." Oh wow, God. you
2: talked to him for an hour? Holy yeah, shit. <laughs> pretty awesome <laughs>
1: oh my god every time i've ever met a famous person they are so clearly like r- so ready to go for you to go away within like a minute or two like as soon as you run out of things like oh i love you they nothing to talk Move to you on
0: about. yeah right well, I ac- yeah i met the pet shop boys although it was at a meet and greet so you know it's a different thing
1: but oh yeah. that's right you went yeah. to that we talked about that yeah and what
0: did they have to say? It
1: seems like they would have nothing to say.
0: They had nothing to say. Uh, exactly. The person who got me in, uh, she like, gave them a gift, and, and they were like, thanks. And I was like, yeah, I didn't bring you shit. <laughs> they, they laughed, and they were like, oh, that's all right. And I was like, all right, see ya. <laughs> nice meeting ya. All <laughs> no, right, Batsy. Well, I think, uh, I think Bob and I just talked. <laughs> <B. Batsy. laughs> Wait, what did you say?
2: I said RIP R. 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 Betsy.
0: Or, yeah, she's dead now. I just oh. <laughs> she
1: said Potsy, and I thought that was even better. <laughs> well, she was, was Potsy
0: like. <laughs>
1: wait, wait, that's not nice to Betsy. Betsy's dead? Yeah, she's dead. So, so this is recent. The person yeah. who introduced you to the Pet Boys passed away recently? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. So John didn't
0: do it. You don't have to well, worry. Sure. No. As far as anybody knows, <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. Especially the police.
1: It wasn't an ATV accident, was it? No. Okay. I don't. don't That's random, but no, it wasn't. Somebody told me a story about someone that similar story that's just running together in my head. That's all.
0: I'm glad that she did not
1: pass away on an ATV.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you're able to differentiate me from the amorphous mass of other people you talk to. That's great. Uh, (laughs) Which one of
1: you said that? (laughs) Is that Pat? I think that was
0: actually you. (laughs) But yeah. No. she's she's six feet under now. But oh. you know, she got to meet the pet shop boys and uh and Every one boy every in existence. Yeah, every Justin Bieber and whatever. Well, well you know, we'll talk about, we're gonna do a one direction. Talk about her next coming week. Up. Yeah. So we'll talk about that next week. But Okay.
2: So I, how did the one hour conversation with Bob happen?
0: Right? Um oh, it was so it was before a show. I got there uh early, you know, in the club, just sitting around and uh he was like walking back and I uh, I gave him a, uh, a mix, one of my music mixes that I make. I was like, hey, uh, I made this for you. And He was like, Go oh, stay there. I'll come back out after I, you know, go jack off in the back room or whatever he was doing. So he, he came back out and sat down with me and we just started talking about music. I think that's why it lasted so long, just because we both got super geeky into, like, 70s soul and all kinds of crazy shit. Um, that's awesome. And the mix you gave him was all sugar and Husker too. Yeah. I just gave him his own stuff back. (laughs) I was like, I tweaked these a little because they sound kind (laughs) of like shit, Bob. Honestly, I mixed them. So they sound more like Katy Perry, (laughs) (laughs) which he would be down with. He, I took, uh, this will mean nothing to Pat. Um, but, uh, Sandy and Mia, uh, Mm -hmm. on my birthday, we went to a Bob mold, uh, DJ night in, uh, in San Francisco, oh. uh, one year, and it was all it was all very happy, uh, gay electro <laughs> music. That's so funny. Yeah, Where was, does he... I think I'm pretty sure I was the only straight guy, and I think there were probably the only two women in there, and then it was all bears.
1: Oh God, that does not club. surprise me. Yeah, not at all.
0: <laughs>
2: I didn't understand anything you just said.
0: <laughs> well, you need to go back and rewatch uh, Paris is Burning, Pat. Which has nothing to do with bears whatsoever. That's true. I think that was before bears. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an interesting phenomenon. Bears. Like, when did that start?
1: Well, I I think that it started, you know how in the 90s everybody discovered exercising? Yes. And in the 80s? And then, like, everybody was, like, Marky Mark, super buff. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, everybody was, like, completely, like, getting, like, waxed and, like, lasered and, like, it was, I mean, everybody, I mean, the people on TV like, yes. uh, or whatever, or people in gay clubs. Like, I think bears were guys who were, like, look, I'm just never going to look that way. Right. And, and I'm just, like, I'm fat and ugly or whatever. Not ugly, I shouldn't say that. Right. No, um, no. But, like, that's, I'm just going to, like, not do that. And as soon as, like, the accepted... Like, um, uh, Dan Savage actually talks about this a lot. As soon as like the accepted norm became like the perfect body, like, um, waxed guy, then everybody was bored and the, the door opened up to sort of fetishize the exotic, which is the opposite of that. And so now here in San Francisco, especially my God, like if, if you're not like, you know, one of those perfect types and you're not a bear, you're invisible. (laughs) (laughs) completely (laughs) so i'm completely invisible to most gay men they never even like i never get a second look
0: oh interesting well it's nice to know that if i was gay there would be a group i would fit in with because obviously i'm not winning any fashion awards or uh... (laughs) they're
1: supposed to be really friendly and stuff but honestly like a lot of those guys I, i feel like if you're not what they are they think that you are an imposter If you're not like, if you're not as big as they are mainly, like if you're not like shoving down two pizzas a night, you know, and, and like drinking beer, like it's directly from the tap or whatever. Like they're, they're just a little, they, they want you to look like them. And if you don't look like them, uh, I don't know. I don't find them to be as welcoming, but that may be just my experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I find them to be, actually, I didn't find them to be very welcoming at that show. I mean, but you know, why would they be?
1: Yeah, it's all the same. It's the same game.
0: Yeah. Anyway,
1: stick with ladies. <laughs> Leave thanks, the men for me. Thanks for the advice.
0: <laughs> Talk about not welcoming. I know, Jesus. The entire <laughs> gay community. Although I will say, uh, it, I don't mean this is any kind of brag. I mean, well, I do. Let's not kid each other, but uh, I've been hit on way more by uh, gay men than ever I ever was by women. Really? Which is strange because, like I said, I'm not uh, particularly... I'm definitely not the buff wax right. dude, and I'm not a bear-looking dude, so yeah, it's...
1: it's and strange. I get exactly the opposite. I get way more women
0: than... Well... For guys. Yeah, uh, I think that's probably the case with most gay guys. mm Because you're you know you're not a you're not bordering on creepy stalker when you but when you I really try them. to <laughs>
3: I'm
0: really trying to no be but they can stalker. see through it that's... <laughs> Well here's a question uh well,
2: i am not even middle i get hit on by neither
0: oh even... oh i'm sure that's not
1: true i He's... bet you just don't know when people are hitting on you i i think that's the case with
2: that <laughs> so, it's not that i'm never hit on i'm just stupid thanks <laughs> yeah
0: exactly <laughs> You're welcome. You're not unattractive. You're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a question I've got for you. See, already we're off the, the music. Uh, when were we ever it? <laughs> the uh, fag hags, that whole yes. idea. Now, obviously they exist. I see them existing around every gay guy I know. But <gasps> do you find, not find it a bit condescending, that whole, uh, that whole phenomena?
1: Condescending to who? To you. Oh, you know, well, there's, it depends. I think everybody has different periods in their life where they need that um, um, heterosexual woman who seems to really enjoy gay men. Uh-huh. And then when you hit a certain age, it's not cute anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, after, like, 30, like, the fag hag better – well, most of them disappear actually cuz they have kids they meet a husband they right. they have their own life and it is kind of condescending like the whole like my gaze thing that some women do yes uh, that makes me like unhappy but like in the same respect it depends on who it is you know it's the context but um largely it doesn't i i don't it stops being a thing after it does and All right. when somebody is still a fat guy at a certain age it can it, not to like make those ladies feel bad, but it gets kind of sad. It gets really kinda sad for them. Because I feel like they're never gonna meet anybody if they don't stop hanging around all these gay guys. Right.
2: You know, well, like, what's the difference between a fag hag and just a, a woman who's friends with gay people?
1: Well, I think a fag hag like lives for the drama of the gay
0: guy's life. You it know kind what of I mean? fetishizes it in a way, yeah.
1: Yeah, like she wants to go to the clubs with him and she wants to go to basically do all of the things that he might want to do. And she wants to tag along and it's sort of like she's living vicariously through him. And some guys really get off on that and they really love it. They really love the attention, et cetera. But frankly, like no offense, this is going to sound terrible, but women drive me crazy for the most part. <laughs> and I, like great like i I love a woman who knows boundaries and like lives her own life and makes me part of it when we're both ready to be part of that but like oh my god i dumped my last fag eggs years ago i don't have any like when we moved from the east coast to california like we just stopped talking to people we just like (laughs) cut them off
2: are they
0: facebook friends
1: No, like they're people that we would never emailed again. We never like, you know, we blocked on Facebook if we found them.
0: Oh, it's like me with my parents.
1: Right. Right. Well, I've blocked my mother. I don't need my mother looking at my Facebook page for sure. Not that she could find it.
2: That's because you hate women.
1: Well, sure. (laughs) I think a doctor would call it misogyny. (laughs) Maybe you should look that
0: term up. (laughs) Yeah, I think that I think that is a medical term. (laughs) uh... Oh, it's right next to shingles. Yeah. We're both suffering in our own way. Uh, me quite a bit more. Uh, but here's, all right, one more well, question. How about, do you think fag hags will start to, to not
2: be a thing anymore now as as acceptance of being gay gets bigger? It's not, it won't be as, quite as risque. See, I think that there's, It's it forms when you're younger.
1: And I think that they will always be there because there will always be And this is a stereotype, but a lot of times fag hags are the girl who is sort of the outcast amongst girls. And she's maybe, you know, um, the lonelier of the ladies. Like maybe the other girls think that she's a freak or she's weird and they won't talk to her. And the gay guy is like, oh, well, I have a friend. And um, the fag hag can be somebody who like has low self-esteem to begin with for whatever reason. So I think that as long as there are people with low self-esteem and there are bullies who are going to be bullying gay guys, there's always Plus, going to be back eggs. I
2: I'm, I just think maybe maybe as bull- bullying goes down, maybe it won't exist as much, but you don't think bullying is going down at all. Well,
1: I do my part to keep bullying levels high
2: <laughs> <laughs> as I know and I feel.
1: I've <laughs> like, you too. But like I still feel like uh, I I know this kid, right, who is like very like 18, 17, 18 years old and getting ready to graduate high school or whatever. And he's never said one, whether he's gay or not, but you can tell. Yeah. You know, and it's in the voice. And this kid, all his friends are girls, and he never talks about any of the guys in the school or anything like that. And even I feel like like he's a target as soon as there's one guy who's insecure and who's going to like start in on him when he sees this guy that is getting all the attention from these beautiful girls that he hangs out with in this exclusive school, et cetera. And, um, I, th- I just feel like I think that's going to happen. I don't know. I, I don't think that bullying is actually going away at all. No, I I, Yeah. Well, nothing's been cured.
0: It's, well, there's it's, no it's cure. It's for... funny.
2: It's just like, I have nieces and nephews that are in uh, like suburban p- public schools and there's all this, there's like uh i forget what it's called gay straight alliance clubs and in, in in the 90s that didn't exist so i just thought maybe it was a little bit easier than it used to be
0: i think definitely it's more accepted to be gay nowadays but it there's no cure for being a teenager either i mean some teenagers are just always going to be dicks and i right. mean teenagers are just bigger dicks in general even the good ones um <laughs> it
1: sounds like a very dicey conversation <laughs>
0: But, yeah. He says they are, not they have.
1: Big dick teenagers? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, well, when I say teenagers, I mean eighteen, so it's all perfectly legal. Eighteen and nineteen. Of
1: course, that's what
0: you mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was see. That's interesting that you say that about the uh, the lack of self confidence. Because to me, I always just assume like maybe it was um, some women or girls who were like. Who wanted a safe guy, you know, who, weren't, who wouldn't always be yeah, uh, trying to fuck him or whatever, you know? <laughs> trying to fuck him or whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's totally it. I think that is totally it. I think that girls look for that safe guy, and sometimes that guy ends up in the friend zone forever because he's straight. Um, or other times that guy is the gay guy. And I think more often than not, it is the gay guy because that woman's looking for a safe friend
0: but then do the the women uh, ever try to uh turn you? Oh sure. The, yeah, that's why I figured that must happen as well.
1: Oh yeah. That's it gets ugly. <laughs> it depends on who you are. I guess some people have way less issue with it than I would, but um it happens. People get confused. Yeah. Women are very like you know the more much more advanced than guys, I think at almost every age, and I think that they they think they're doing the right thing even though it's completely the dumbest thing they could be doing
0: (laughs) well i i do want to say uh i don't like the term friend zone it's kind of a term that you losers use who not not even well yeah losers assholes use uh, (laughs) to to justify i don't know so assholes being the woman no no the men (laughs) the men who say they're like in the friend zone
2: it's it's a term used it. to justify misogyny so they Yeah,
0: a lot of times. Yeah. Pill.
2: pill.
1: How is that misogynistic?
2: It's not the termism, but they justify being put in the friend zone. It's just a
0: whole like men's right thing. Yeah, it's it's big with the men's rights advocates. Oh, I didn't know that. that. Yeah, that whole idea um that you know, they're in the friend zone but they there's like the assumption that they're owed more from the woman or whatever. Anyway, uh who's but, to do Wow. wow. Yeah, what well, how about that? Who's <laughs> So you found it shouty Pat, You said this you like this one the most of the Who's ones we've done.
2: Yeah, I think so. It was it was a lot prettier.
0: Yeah, for Who's Kradoo. Mhm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was be saying a lot. This is
1: <laughs> Oh, this is I could a different you sort some, of
0: scale of pretty. Yeah. I I could have given you some some really harsh stuff, Michael. <laughs> I was kind with this.
1: It wasn't as terrible as I was expecting.
0: Yeah. I think well, you you brought up uh in email we were ta- you were talking about you know the music you hear at a certain age like fourteen or whatever what is it fourteen through twenty three sticks with you this was like fifteen for me when this yeah. album came out and uh, yeah I don't I I liked to me it's just like uh it's it is pop music but buried under a bunch of noisy guitars um, and played very intensely with a lot mm-hmm. of intensity, more intensity than you would think of for pop. But underneath all that shit, uh the pop, to me, it, the pop stuff there. Like he could play most of these songs on acoustic guitar and you could still do it. Um uh but uh but yeah, also I should say like maybe my favorite sound in the world is like the sound of distortion and feedback. So I'm kind of oh. this is kind of tailor-made for me. Um I can see how it's harsh. For others.
1: Yeah, I think, that, I think that if I had listened to this when I was 14, I would have had more appreciation for it than I do now. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, definitely, like, it, it would have hit something at 14 that it doesn't hit now, but um, also, like, the, the the legend of what this was built up in my head over years, because I had friends who listened to this group. Right. Certainly. And I pictured them as, like, having, like, like, like severe mohawks and like like you know the the most stereotypical like punk look and that cuz the music sounded really aggressive i'm sure i heard it back then right and to me i guess that's what in my head not having mtv i thought that every punk group looked like that <laughs> so everybody was probably the victim of that um, generalization <laughs> but um, i do see how there's some like catchiness to their songs yeah yeah underneath all of the aggression but all of the aggression totally pushes me away now like it's just to like just all one like intensity, yeah
0: yeah i I mean I like I said, I totally can get that, um but you know, being gay in the eighties, man you're gonna yeah. you gonna have some aggression
1: well I think it's great that like this is not what you would expect from a mostly gay band in yeah. the eighties um I, it de- defies that expectation completely because most gay men would not be number one stationed in or stationed out of Minnesota or wherever they're from yeah and stay there and um they wouldn't be making music like this in my head maybe right. that's really stereotypical and homophobic of no me i think
0: for the most part they were not yeah
3: i mean
1: look else who else was out there you've got the petch up boys and erasure and um, right. the ones who were obviously or openly gay um were doing much lighter stuff in yeah. general
2: but to and, be fair most straight guys weren't doing this either they're kind of singular yeah
1: you're right. You're totally right. They weren't. They were doing stuff that was much more like top 40 easy to listen to kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, let's uh let's we're going to drag this on forever if we don't sure. uh, do some songs. Uh we'll just Let's do, do one. Yeah. Let's do uh well this is Michael's pick. Sure. Wink wink. Uh <laughs> <laughs> called uh I apologize uh, just about uh you know, domestic uh disputes. You
1: so, know I listened to this, uh, and um, are are you going to put a clip in, or do you want me to talk about it?
0: No, you can talk about it a little. Yeah, I'll I'll probably throw a clip in.
1: I feel like apologizing is a great theme for the song, um, because somebody has to apologize for it.
0: (laughs) Get it? All right, now we're going to play the (laughs) clip. (laughs) No,
2: I need to know how long it took them to come up with that joke. I literally thought of that in the last,
1: like, 10 seconds. (laughs) Isn't that obvious? (laughs) <laughs> oh.
0: All right. Yeah, let's put it here. Here's I apologize. Let's play it. Yeah.
2: Oh,
3: he's going to see Mr. flies All right.
1: Now that version was much gentler than what I have been listening to. That's a joke, since we don't really actually. I, no, I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. I just like that our listeners may not. Yeah, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> They're my not listeners... still listening. They gave up like forty-five minutes ago.
2: <laughs> they don't get most of our jokes anyway. So. Yeah. yeah, and that was probably my favorite song from the album.
0: Well, this one's my favorite song. Uh, but I'd love to hear why. Well, I think like I wrote in the email, I don't know, I didn't know why for the longest time uh, until, well, it wasn't that long, I was still a teenager, I guess, but then I had a friend point out, I think when I was like 19, um, we were listening to it, and and I was like, I don't know why, I like, I don't know what resonates with this, uh, in this song with me, and he was like, oh, it's about loss of innocence, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess it is, but I also liked that it was, you know, it's very fast and intense, but then it also like, breaks down in the middle and at the end into that little acoustic thing and
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and uh yeah i don't know it's it sounds like it's well like a lot of their stuff i think it sounds very energetic and like intense but then it's kind of also very melancholy if you think about it so uh, Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's that's what i like i like the guitar solo if you can call it that at the end where it's just all raging but uh yeah here's this is mine uh celebrated summer
3: I I went to No one is allowed there. All right, let's try to whip.
0: True, Pat. So uh,
2: the opening of "Celebrated Summer." Do, yeah. do other songs use that? It sounds so familiar.
0: It's I know because it's almost like a Chuck Berry-ish riff or something. Yeah, it's very like rock and roll yeah. sounding. I think it's just the chords. Like, yeah, I'm I know almost as little as Michael does about uh about you know music, but yeah, I think it's just it's just a a uh, like an archetype kind of kind of riff, but done a little differently, you know.
1: I thought it had a great melody.
0: Yeah, thanks.
2: A great <laughs> dood-
0: doodly do, <laughs> Which is actually a Muppets
2: term, so maybe we shouldn't use it so
0: much. Not <laughs> Disney owns some Muppets. Jim Henson, Sue <laughs> Us from the Grave. Uh, mm-hmm. so died yesterday. Just like Sarah. Betsy. What? Yeah, he did die yesterday.
1: He did? Well, not... I thought he died years ago.
0: Well, yeah. Yesterday. Oh, it was his yeah, anniversary. No, he, he died in 9-11, I mean. He did? Yeah. He was a- yeah, he was one of the terrorists. Yeah, I thought
1: he was a uh, Scientologist a and they wouldn't let him take any pills.
0: Nope. Flying one of the planes. Oh. One of the Twin Towers.
1: Well, somebody better tell Disney.
0: Oh, I don't think they care. They, they, I
2: hope th- they don't tell him. I, they might cancel the sitcom. I'm
0: looking forward to it. Well, Disney was a Nazi anyway, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Nazi sympathizer? Not. what know. do you mean was? Oh, <laughs> that's oh, true. Life. He's cryogenically frozen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude is buried in Forest Lawn. Like, I don't even know how that shit gets perpetuated. You can go see his, his uh, tombstone. Because,
2: of course, you can bury anything in Forest Lawn. Maybe it's Pluto's
0: bones. <laughs> right. That's true. Or, and who? how would they tell if it was Pluto or, or Goofy? I guess Goofy would have, like, the, the fallen arches from walking on his hind legs so much.
1: And Pluto and Goofy are both dogs?
0: Yeah. Did you I not watch Stand that. By Me?
1: And lovers. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, and lovers. My God, they're lovers. Yeah, Donald Duck was their son. <laughs> Which one's the top?
0: I, it's got to be Goofy. Could I you mean, imagine being taught by Goofy? I can and have. <laughs> um, that would right. be
1: a celebrated summer.
0: Oh, tying it all back in. Look, <laughs> see, this is why you're the unofficial third host. <laughs> and stress on the unofficial. <laughs> Pat, uh, let's get on to your, <laughs> your song, which uh, you also picked. Uh, I forget why I picked it. Because it's a Grant Hart just, song. Let's just play it. Oh uh, well, all right. It's uh, books about UFOs. Here you go. Well, it's a Grant Hart song. He's got a, a much less harsh voice, I feel like, mm-hmm. and more more pop, more uh, pretty, more yeah, more more uh, doos in his songs, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, there's some piano in there and stuff. So, um, uh, all right.
1: Well, wait, we've zipped through this because I know that we have limited time. But uh, are we? Do you feel that we're covering this in the way that you wanted to?
0: I don't care. I just wanted you guys to listen to the album. Oh, okay. Well, that—that that we did the cultural exchange. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't hate it completely. I mean, that's Jeanette, nice. I didn't
1: like this. Th- I didn't like sugar better.
0: Okay. Well, wh- why don't you just jump ahead before we do the break, Michael? Sorry. Let's... No, let's continue talking about who's next. next. What'd you say? No one knew what we're doing next until Michael ruined it. Yeah, oh, they usually fast forward through my intro, so and they don't read to... the—they don't read the uh, episode description, so.
1: I don't think anybody's even listening.
0: No, not now. Not even me. I am. I'm listening.
1: I think you guys have like the highest percentage of canceled dan- downloads. <laughs>
0: I can't believe that's true. I th- I feel like there's got to be like some uh, some like KKK podcast or something. But like no no I mean people if, if you're gonna
2: listen to that you're gonna listen to it you're not gonna cancel the download midway through. Oh no, no,
0: but I think I'm saying they like market it under some like more socially acceptable name. So that people don't know what they're getting into. Yeah, you could do oh, like podcasts. Na- the Nambla, the Nambla podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something that people would actually want to listen to. Right? That, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Let's take a let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back.
3: We had a comrade, a brave comrade could talk for whole days, but then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Jean Miro to computers wearing earphones. Oh. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations, Van Dyke Parks, Scrainhead racing, chasing. So,
0: time and patience, but all, the best all right, we're back with uh, sugar, which uh, Shinglecast parent-
2: 2000,
0: Shinglecast, yeah, 2000. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, 2017. Um, no, no, the information about shingles have not changed
2: since the year 2000. So we're continuing to use the name Shinglecast 2000, have we? As we have used for the past 17 years. That's true. <laughs>
1: I think Shinglecast two thousand is one of the best podcasts.
0: It it is uh, getting getting a little low on information at this point, though.
1: Yeah, it never goes away. Yeah, and it can recur weekly, and there's no cure.
0: Maybe that's what's happening with me. Maybe it's it's going away and then just recurring immediately.
1: I, I bet <laughs> it is. You have to take that stuff. What was it? Um,
2: uh, remember, what is the thing that meth, thing meth, that- meth, meth methamphetamine <laughs>
0: that's it st john's Wort.
2: no that's <laughs> something else it's
1: it begins with a G. not ginkgo biloba but like genghis khan or um
0: uh, ginger Ging- Ging- no um Plaka? gingivitis
3: oh.
0: <laughs> i swear to, to god get my gingivitis injections <laughs> daily i don't know L- listen man i'm not i'm not i don't I'm go in for all that. this hippie shit at gnc
1: but I'm telling you, you, go get, you get yourself some of this stuff that is the most common thing in the world, like ginseng. <laughs> Sorry, ginseng. <laughs> you get some ginseng, and it helps your immune system. It, I swear to God, I had it. It was gone in a week.
2: All right, Oprah. You um, should try that, because I've had it, too. It's, it's, it's a part of an ingredient in a martini. It's really tasty.
0: <laughs> oh, well, that's the way to do it, I guess. Okay, I can do that. Take your ginseng in your alcohol. You'll be fine. Speaking of alcohol, sugar. Sugar, vital ingredient of alcohol, and uh, <laughs> Bob Mold's banned after Hooskerdoo for three years. Um, and somebody apparently liked this one better than Hooskerdoo. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming two people did actually. Was this your favorite too, John? What? <laughs> no, I, I prefer the Hooskerdoo.
2: What but, happened to the other members of Sugar? Is, are they anybody?
0: Um, not really. The yeah. I think the bass player like just had a new baby. Like at the time they were doing their last tour, and he was like, "Ah, "I can't keep doing this." And so, (laughs) like, yeah, Bob was like, "That'll never be a problem of mine." (laughs) Get your ass to the curb. (laughs) Um,
2: I'll never have a band without gay people
0: again. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) nothing but trouble. (laughs) But uh, well, here's all right. Here's my problem with sugar, which. I love I love the album and I, I I'm a huge Bob Mold fan obviously but um but the post Who's stuff and Viv and I were talking about this the other night and she was saying like she can listen to Who's when it comes on in the car because I think she likes just the the intensity of it as well but like but the problem she'll like fast forward past Bob a because she finds his voice really grating which I can understand and uh, huh. and b because. And this is one of my problems with his post-Who's Do stuff. The, the lyrics, uh, in a lot of cases, lack universality. And more and more, it's just songs that only mean something to him, which mm-hmm. I, I find is very uh, can be a bit off-putting. Um, and is the case with some songs on this album, uh, because I don't know what the fuck he's talking about on a lot of them. But uh, overall, uh, I was I I saw them on this tour and I was super excited for when this album came out and I still like it. But uh, your thoughts, Michael?
1: Well, I thought that sugar was very sweet. (laughs) Uh, Oh my um, god! (laughs) Did it take
2: you as long to come up with that one as it did your other famous joke?
1: No, I actually wrote that one down weeks
2: ago. Uh, before
0: you even knew about the podcast <laughs>
2: yeah. this was always a, his opinion of sugar and he wanted everyone to know it he also said it on the Shinglecast.
3: cast
1: <laughs> I'm going to tell some personal stories on shingle cast so you just wait um, but uh, I, th- I thought that it was much more um, polished yeah. Oh,
0: definitely. Yeah.
1: And that that appeals to me. I like. I've said it before. Like, if you just like put some robots in a room and give them some piano or um, computers to make music with, that's where I'm. My sweet spot is. You know, like I don't want to hear somebody singing, and I want to hear like as like little humanity as possible in music, and um, this is not that, but um, it's closer. I, yeah, it's closer. And who's to do? Yeah. I actually like I kinda liked that the songs weren't universal or about anything. Um again that's more like me liking things that aren't trying to be preachy or try to make me feel one way or another. Right. Um so like uh the songs I felt were um like a little more odd and weird. Um and, and I personally I, I like that.
0: Yeah, I and I don't mind it uh I don't mind it now and then. Same with same with uh, like computer like are our theoretical band just made entirely by computers or songs Mm -hmm. um i'm down with that too sometimes but but sometimes i you know i want the whole spectrum Mm -hmm. so uh well that's no that's good i mean it's definitely more slickly produced and and better sounding
3: yeah
1: it's it's the uh, the aggression isn't there it isn't as off-putting to me to somebody who's just coming to it as an adult yeah who didn't like key into it when I was younger and might have been more appropriate then. But like I, I find that like it's um it's it's still appealing and I listened to this album multiple times. With um the first album I listened to that like twice. Yeah um so this one was easier to like repeat, listen to and sort of let it grow on me.
0: Yeah. Well and the 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 uh, doodly doos are more prominent on this one too yeah, for sure. So
1: I have to say like one hundred percent plus doodly doos. Yeah. <laughs> much more even (laughs) though you know like maybe they're not doodly doos that i like right like i acknowledge that the doodly doos are superior to me in this album yeah
0: and pat you you were familiar with this album already yeah
2: yeah i think so i i seem to
0: remember was
2: was if i can't change your mind a single
0: yeah yeah it was college radio for the most part i would imagine but i don't know (laughs)
2: I think this is one of those times where I bought the album based on the single and didn't care for the album at first because the other songs weren't as good or weren't the same. They definitely then, were. Uh,
0: yeah. That one's got the, the clean guitar, no distortion and yeah. It's, and, and, it, and it pops and it's pop. Yeah.
2: Uh, but, uh, and then, but after a few listens, it's, 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 they're all good, but I think that one just jumps out at me more yeah. quickly.
0: Yeah. Um, well, uh, well, all right. On that note, then why don't we play your, your pick? from the album uh if i can't change yeah why would you say pick so funny i actually did pick this one. Oh, i didn't mean to say it funny sorry uh you said it underlined did i i thought i i said it uh like halfway italicized like i, I italicized the pi you guys oh.
2: <laughs> seriously do
1: you
0: wonder why shingle cast mops the floor with you i don't wonder it's it's patently obvious just from the from the concept down <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't know what the hell Pat's talking about half the time. <laughs> uh, no, this was your yeah, this was your legitimate pick. Uh, if I can't change your mind, buy sugar. my pick and we'll do michael's pick last because oh. i'm so did they you... also
2: do that that song that the that, that they it's called sugar
0: whoa sugar sugar yeah oh, sugar honey honey mm-hmm. yeah of course they did every song with sugar in the title
1: oh my gosh that must make so much money when they do commercials
0: you know uh yeah they oh yeah they wrote jingles too for like uh eight sugar everybody remembers that jingle <laughs> could you sing it for us yeah, I could. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me get it in my head. Okay. From Do you know her... the land of sky blue waters, waters, ham the beer refreshing, hams the beer refreshing, hams. Thank you. That was wonderful. Thank you. Um, yeah, so they did that. You know, Bob Mould is actually rich from one song, which is uh, the Daily Show theme song. Wait, what? Yeah, he wrote the Daily Show theme song. Are you sure? I'm but one not million perform. percent positive. No, he did perform it. Like when uh, they had his version uh, for the first, I don't know, five years, six years, and then they they went with uh, they might be Giants cover version of it. But yeah, he did he did write that, and huh. he said that that song made him more money than everything else he's ever done combined. Wow. Yeah. So I'm sure he lives in San Francisco. I'm sure he must live on. Uh, where would he live in San Francisco?
1: Oh, I bet he lives in some gorgeous, like, um, like high peak overlooking other area? people. Like yeah. Twin peaks, Right. Or in the Castro. Yeah. maybe. Like maybe. in the high part of the Castro. Yeah. Could be. You don't think he Googles himself or anything, do you? Because like, what if he heard us and we're not being flattering?
0: I don't think we said anything I mean, like I th- flattering about him. I think he's great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to invite you to his house.
0: <laughs> I would. L- I would like to see his house. It's got to be nice with that that Daily Show residuals, and I mean, it it is called the Daily Show, so he gets residuals daily. Uh, think? Just like that, two check I don't check think it's spelled day? like
2: that. it's not spelled every day daily. It's it's the other daily. D-A-L-Y. Oh, like Andy Daly. Because yeah, because before Jon Stewart took over, there's another host. Oh, that's right.
0: Craig uh, Kilborn. Yeah, Craig Kilborn.
1: Or if there's – here, just south of the city, we have Daily City. So maybe it was a song he wrote about Daily City. Could be. And they took it – Just one word. Right. Like, they might have stolen his song to use it for the Daily Show when it was really a song about Daily City.
0: I've never met anybody from Daily City. Is that weird? (laughs) I'm from Daily City.
1: I feel like people who are from Daily City are, like, strange – Like not strange, but I don't feel like they come to San Francisco. Yeah, they – they Even though, though it's probably right tell people the road. they're
0: from San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I yeah, think that's... that most people do. Most people say they're from the Bay Area or from San Francisco when they mean, like, 40 miles from the Bay Area.
0: Yeah, I, I it annoys the shit out of me when people from, like, Marin County say they're from San Francisco.
1: Yeah, if I was from Marin, I'd be like, I'm from Marin. Yeah. You I'm know, a... the most expensive county <laughs> in the country? That's where I
0: live. Yeah. I, I drive a Humvee, and I don't believe in vaccinations. I'm from Marin County. I have 2.3 children. All named uh, Caitlin. Right. Boys and girls. (laughs) I I met somebody. Actually, it was when I was doing stand-up at some open mic thing. I met somebody, and they said they were from South San Francisco. That's even worse. Yeah, I was like, you live in a carpet warehouse? What the hell? I didn't know (gasps) people lived there.
1: South San Francisco, like they, they, their big claim to fame is that they've spelled the name of the city out in rocks on the hill.
2: On the hill, yeah. <laughs> Wait, why is that bad that they say they're from
0: there? If they're, from, what should they say? I just didn't know anybody actually lived there. Oh, okay. To be honest.
1: Yeah, it's basically like it looks like a big warehouse district and parking lots and stuff. Yeah, but it is actually a city that has a downtown, which is so weird because what, we don't think of it
0: that way. A downtown. It's what's South, that like?
2: San, it's called South San, San Francisco, but it's a separate town. Yeah. What do you mean?
0: It's a separate... Yeah. Yeah, it's...
1: it's Well, you know how cities all run together in general. When not San in Francisco. In California especially. San Francisco has a beautiful boundary called a highway. <laughs> if you're on one side of the highway, even if you were still in San Francisco, we don't consider you in San Francisco anymore.
0: <laughs> it is beautiful. It's a... Spot John, day. I don't
2: know why you're so shocked by me asking if it's a separate town. <laughs> I is don't know. a part of Philadelphia called South Philadelphia? I guess Philadelphia? that's South Philly, still? Yeah.
0: It's still Philadelphia. Oh, no, that's true. No, South San Francisco is a separate city. Uh, yeah,
1: there's actually many cities between San Francisco and South San Francisco. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Colma. Burlingame. Colma is the cemetery town. That's like yeah. everything there is just cemeteries. Yeah. And, I you, Bed, Bed, Bed and Beyond. I
2: think South San Francisco should change their name to South Frisco to really say fuck you. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's a... Real big fuck you to live in South San Francisco because all those <laughs> San Francisco residents are so jealous.
2: No, I said South Frisco. That's the fuck you.
0: Part. No, I know. But, but, they have, no, they have no cause to say fuck you to San Francisco is what I'm saying. Their downtown area that Michael mentioned is like a Starbucks and a Togo's. I'm <laughs> saying
2: their, their cause for saying fuck you is just to be mean.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's perfectly legit then.
1: But then they'd have to send somebody up the hill to rearrange the rocks to spell <laughs> out like less than South San Francisco because the whole thing is spelled out up there.
0: Yeah. Make the rocks bigger so it takes up the same amount of space. It's a whole thing, dude. <laughs> get civil engineers in there.
2: I think San Francisco should annex all those cities until they get to Sa- South San Francisco, and then pur- purposely not annex them.
0: San Francisco, Francisco doesn't want Coma, the cemetery city, because you got poltergeist situations going on there. Well, Everybody's like on something it. San Francisco would want. No, that's true. Yeah. They've My also got for...
1: the Bed, Bath, and Beyond. Just, just to be clear.
0: Wait, is there no Bed, Bath, and Beyond in San Francisco?
1: I don't know. I think the only one left is um, in Colma now.
0: Oh, built on I was Indian just, burial grounds. Yeah. <laughs> I was just there
1: last night. That's, that's why it's in my head. Um, but uh, yeah, like it, it, it actually is built on burial grounds. It's creepy. The whole town.
0: Speaking of burial grounds, my pick for the yes. album was
1: <laughs> The Slim.
0: The act. No, it wasn't. Oh, no, that actually would fit with burial grounds. But that was not my pick. Uh, my pick was the first song, The Act We Act. Uh, Which I think I liked, I like mostly because uh, it's got, like, the the verse, and when it starts, it sounds kind of, uh, I don't know, dreadful? And, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's not, dreadful's not the real word I'm looking for, but kind of depressing and, you know, Mm -hmm. menacing, and then, uh, but then it's got, like, a real soaring chorus. Uh, So I like that, that, you know, Mm -hmm. juxtaposition. Reminds me of ZZ Top. Yeah. Exactly, just like ZZ Top's legs.
1: Is that something we're listening to right now?
0: Start out um, the verse, and and you're like, oh, this is going to be so, so existential and shit. But then in the chorus, um, you know, they get to the that that chorus, and you're just like, fuck yeah, cause. You know, you get to the hams, the beer refreshing, hams, the beer refreshing, hams. You're like, I'm on board.
2: The thing I really don't understand about all this is that you know the name of a sugar
0: company. Yeah, yeah. Ham's Beer. No, c
2: Sugar Company.
0: Oh, so, well, where do you get, to, what kind of sugar do you use? Isn't that the only sugar company? I don't
2: know. That's what I'm saying. I think it just says sugar.
1: I think you're mispronouncing it. It's Chuh.
0: Oh, is it I thought, I thought it stood for uh, Cox and Harlots. <laughs> Sugar Company. Which I think is the we all stand I... for those things. Yes, we stand for those things on this podcast. <laughs> um, Sing, single cast 2000. <laughs> Here is the Act we Act. I kind of apologize to listeners that we're not actually talking about the albums, really. But in the, on the other hand, I don't. Uh,
2: I apologize to no one.
0: Yeah.
1: I think you should apologize to me for making me listen to it.
0: I didn't make you do anything. <laughs> I can't make you do anything. <laughs> I've tried. That's true. What did mm-hmm. you try to make him do? Let's not speak of it here. It's a, it's a, it's a tender moment between me and Michael.
1: Um, involves bullying.
0: Yeah. We'll discuss it in the bathroom stall at work. (laughs) I bet you tried to make him bully me. (laughs) No, I told him to say, he gladly did it, but he said, it's not
2: because you made
0: me. (laughs) I told him to say bully for you. And he misheard me.
1: I think anybody who knows me would know that you don't have to ask me to bully another person. (laughs) I will totally do it free of charge without um, any um, um, pressure.
0: Listen, much, much like the term uh, friend zone, let's not say bully. It's negative. It's it's called reading. I don't know why we went through that whole episode and you're using these these uh, straight white guy terms. <laughs> well, but that's the question to what I am. Yeah. I think Michael's the most heteronormative of all of I think, us. I think he needs I to stop bringing his heteronormativity uh, to this podcast, yeah, you... that—that's what gets me onto Shinglecast. That—that's uh, true.
1: Yeah, Maybe you I two get... should pay attention. You got to keep up the facade You need to discover
2: how to get off of Shinglecast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it it's been going since two thousand.
0: <laughs> it's strange that I've been suffering from it and they haven't invited me on.
1: <laughs> well, I'm the ginseng, uh, ginseng expert. So. Oh,
0: that's true. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm only merely a doodly do expert. <laughs> But uh, Michael's pick there, Pat. Now that right. was underlined. Uh, nice. Was was Hoover uh, Dam.
1: Hoover Dam, and it's because um, it's not about anything. R- well, I, actually, it's not. I like that it wasn't about anything. Yeah. Kind of. It's just kind of about a, a sensibility or um, uh, uh, the, that feeling of like um, either being like completely swept away by something, or being like able to do whatever you want to do. I'm not sure which one. Or both. Maybe both. And it it could be interpreted either way, and or many other ways, I'm sure. But I, it also started out like some other song, and then it turned into this.
0: Yeah, it starts out like California Girls by the Beach Boys. Yeah,
1: it totally does. That's yeah. exactly what I had written down.
0: And then, and, it, yeah. And it's also one with, like, it's not like distorted electric guitar or anything. It's got that weird-sounding keyboard going through it.
1: Yeah. It, it sort of sounded like um R.E.M. to me.
3: Yeah, yeah, I could
0: see it. But... Yeah. The except without REM. <laughs> right, you I why no? You're not a fan. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate them. I just don't have anything you're, to say about them. Well, they're definitely not uh they're definitely not computer music. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 we're
1: the other kind either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <They're> <laughs> not music at all, really. Well, well, why are you so afraid of, uh, of embracing the emotions within you, Michael? That's what I want to know.
1: Oh, my God. Like, if you did that like all the time, the way every song wants you to, you'd be a mess.
0: <laughs> yeah. Should
1: be like a, people should be made of stone and ice <laughs> and should be able to listen to music without being bothered by things like other people's emotions or feelings. <laughs> like I just want to hear a little doodly-doo.
0: I like being a mess. It's fun sometimes. And when well, it's not, it's a mess.
1: Considering the story you told us on break, I'm not surprised.
2: Yeah, well, you,
1: this that's is, not.
2: This that's is why that's a shingle cast story,
1: but.
0: It is.
2: <laughs> no, even shingle cast would not have that story, but now all our listeners want to
0: hear it, so I'll. No. Uh, <laughs> I know you're not going to tell it. Um, <laughs> I don't remember it. I don't. Either. I
1: think we told it already. Who cares? It was another episode. People can read in between the lines. Yeah, there was an episode, uh, an embarrassing incident, and that's all that matters, right?
0: Yeah. And strangely, not as embarrassing as I, had, you would assume it would be. Um, yeah. You can any, totally anyway. Totally
1: edit that out. I shouldn't have mentioned it. I can, totally edit that out.
0: Yeah, I do. I do so many edits on this podcast. please <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm Ooh. surprised you
1: remember to put the music in.
0: I, me too. Well, I almost <laughs> forgot here, but. Uh, Let's let's give people a taste of uh Hoover Dam includes the actual uh, talking about music portion of our podcast, which I think clocked in at 2 minutes 30 seconds this episode.
1: If it had been Katy Perry, we'd still be talking.
0: Well, one of us would be. (laughs) 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 Goodbye. (sighs) All right. We did it. Well, I mean, I thank you for taking the time to listen to these, even though it's not really in your wheelhouse, Michael.
1: Oh no, I, I appreciate being exposed to things that I should have been exposed to 20 years ago. And I'm not kidding when I say that like I should have been exposed to this then and just wasn't and I'm glad that I finally have heard
0: it. No, it's great. I, I feel this I mean I feel the same way. There's all kinds of stuff. I, I was like I got some a couple of years ago I got like this free credit from like Amazon mp3s you know mm-hmm. and and uh, there were like all these five dollar albums they had and I was like trying to decide between this David Bowie, like hits album even though I had all the songs but one. And <laughs> and then there was like a Huey Lewis in the News Greatest Hits and I was like, you know what? I gotta go for Huey Lewis and the News Greatest Hits <laughs> Because as much shit as uh as music snobs like me talk about them, I was like, you know what, they had fucking catchy songs. They're I gotta fun. I gotta check it out. Yeah, and I did and I was like, I was glad I made that choice. I mean I prefer David Bowie, obviously, but well, yeah.
1: Huey Lewis did Full Frontal in one of Robert Altman's films. Yes, it did. It? Shortcuts. Yeah, I remember. And I remember. That was
0: an inappropriately titled name for that yeah. scene. I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> I saw that movie in a theater, and when his um, endowment came on, there was a um, an African American woman down in front of me who, like, pumped her fists in victory. <laughs> I'll never forget that she was so pumped that like, that happened. She had something to do with it. <laughs> Right, <laughs> he's just like cheering because she sees a man peeing and it's, he's like peeing in a river right that, like, that's how you see it and it's not the most flattering spoiler way spoiler alert <laughs> or maybe not
2: <laughs> maybe it was a lake
0: yeah or a sink
1: we should come up with a spoiler correction like whenever you do a spoiler and somebody says spoiler alert you can always say or maybe not yeah that, that's, that's all it takes right Thank you you're welcome world.
0: And so when I spoiled that Jar Jar Binks dies in the new Star Wars movie. Spoiler alert? Well, maybe not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he died somewhere in the original movies. I, I think he died for in my heart about 2 seconds into uh Phantom of the Clones, whatever the fuck <laughs> that movie was called. Let's it just called pretend Phantom of the Clones.
1: Those movies didn't happen. I refuse to accept those movies or any Star Wars movie after the first two. I
0: was going to say, can we pretend Jedi didn't happen to you? I love Return of the Jedi. Nope. It should have ended at the Sarlacc pit. It would have been great. Yep. I love Return of the Jedi.
1: Yeah, they should have killed Luke Skywalker right there. And then the robots too.
0: Yeah. I thought you
2: liked robots who made music.
1: Not those <laughs> robots.
2: <laughs> who needs a British robot?
1: You know what I mean?
0: Oh, I don't know. I'm. I think might... about it. Okay. Yeah, I'll study on it a bit. Yeah,
1: we'll have to do a whole another episode after I do the next Shinglecast. Yeah, if we don't use say, up the topic.
0: That might be more of a Shinglecast topic, though.
2: Who hosts Shinglecast Two
0: Thousand? I never catch their name. I think yeah, they're kind of because they change their name every episode, so you, well, so true. that uh, anonymous can't get to them.
1: Well, plus two, the shingles make it difficult for them to speak because they get the shingles on their lips. Yeah. So sometimes their lips are so like crusty and crusted shut that they're just mumbling the whole time.
0: I mean, I wouldn't I, know. I've never been. I'm on the really podcast. turned on right now. I don't know about you guys.
1: <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs> well, Michael's turned on from talking about uh, the, the music. I think we could all tell. Right. And- <laughs> when did we talk about the music? I, don't know. <laughs> I assume we did. <laughs> the, the the ostensible uh, topic, but yeah, who can who can recall? I don't know, dude. I'm like basically a gumdrop right now, man. Tasty.
1: Well, why don't we talk about recommendations?
0: Asians. Patience. All right, <laughs> you go first, guest.
1: Well, I um. Let me think. I have oh, I have a wonderful recommendation for anybody who feels like I do about this type of music.
0: Return which of the Jedi,
1: <laughs> which is um, G- I, I don't know how to say his name, but I think it's Giorgio Moroder. Oh yeah. Um, uh, like he's that like 70s disco like kind of producer or whatever Donna he did on Donna Summer. Um, Donna Summer, and he did like um, Deaf Punk album. He did some of the songs on that. Yep. And um, he's got a new album coming out that is amazing, and um, it's all the things I love. It's like meaningless songs, um, just like danceable beats, and like the Sia, of course, is is um, on it, along with like people I don't really care about, like Britney Spears and stuff like that. But it's like the album of the summer for sure, okay. and everyone will love this album.
0: I didn't know he had one coming out. See, I'm surprised. It's called Déjà like- Vu see because I don't be and it's for the exactly Sorry, the reason that she's very emo she sounds to me very like i don't know
1: yeah she's she's kind of everywhere and I, I like that she's what I like about her best is that you don't really know she she rejects the stardom thing and that like she's always wearing a wig and kind of disguising her, her appearance, and like other people play her sometimes in her album or her videos and i just think like that's what attracts me to her but she's also a really good songwriter and a lot of her songs are really like catchy in the way that i like music to be catchy which is meaningless like earworms that um are just like great like to run to or to like make you feel energetic
0: right yeah well that's that's yeah and that's something i i should have brought up too when i gave you these albums is that it's not it's not like catchy earworm background stuff. Like You have to actually have to like invest your brain in listening to them to get something out of them, I feel like. So it's, it is definitely more, you know, I'm, I appreciate you taking the time, like I said. Yes, and I will share, when,
1: once the album comes out, I will share um, my copy of yeah. the Giorgio Moroder um, album with you.
0: Oh thanks. Yeah, I he also I believe did well he did a bunch of soundtrack shit, right? I think he did the soundtrack to American Gigolo.
1: Yeah, I think he has been really active for a long time. Yeah. But as a producer, never really like putting out his own albums. And like this is his first album in a really long time, like maybe 10 or 20 years. And um it's like it's one like it's it's a song with like Sia and Britney Spears and like um all the like the pop sensation women like every like one per song and um so far i haven't heard one that i hate and there's only been like five released
0: of the 12 does he have but um it comes out in june does he have a bay wants no less on it um you know how i feel about her Uh, oh wait no i don't know are you not a beyonce not
1: she's too popular Uh, i'm sorry uh, i can't get behind it is pat still there Seriously, I don't think he's there anymore.
0: Oh, you were right. All right, let me. uh I'm back now. I don't know if you guys oh. <laughs> know. No, we didn't. We were still good. talking about Giorgio Moroder. I don't know if you caught any of that. <laughs> hey, Pat. Pat's yeah. been, re- <laughs> been <laughs> replaced
2: by a robot. I hope he was dudley totally do. I hope he. I hope he was British.
1: Pat's been recording Shinglecast in the silences. Fucker. Like he switches shows.
0: I'm the only one with shingles, and I can't get on that goddamn thing. <laughs> you got to work harder. You're yeah. smarter. You got to work smarter. And take ginseng. Uh, you know, I just don't even like the word ginseng.
1: <laughs> it doesn't taste like anything. It's just a pill.
0: Racist. <laughs> My... Oh, was that your only one? Giorgio Morota? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. So you're recommending something that's not even out it's yet that you haven't heard. All right. That seems fair.
1: Well, I've heard five songs from it. You, get the, you know how you get the first five songs when you buy it on iTunes? Oh, yeah,
2: when you
0: pre-order. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, that's awesome. I, I didn't know. I'm, yeah, I totally want to check that out. I didn't even know. Uh,
2: so good. I'm down with this. So good. So every song is a different artist? That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's it's like there's definitely a connection like it sounds like it's all come from the same place but like it's all different like female pop stars pairing with him and Tom, they're doing one of the britney spears songs, is tom's diner which is that suzanne, suzanne vega song vega. from like yeah. whenever oh he I ha- do a good
0: job with that
1: i haven't heard it but like i've like it leaked and then it got pulled from the internet but like people say it was amazing and yeah
0: i can imagine
1: but then people say that about everything that Madonna and Britney Spears do, and I can't stand either one of them personally. <laughs> so we'll see.
0: You don't like Toxic?
1: Toxic is a different story. Yeah, I was going to say. Toxic is every, a great song. Yeah,
0: you got it. Uh, I, yeah, no, that'll be awesome. I'm I'm totally done. You know who he didn't invite to be on it? Kate Pearson. <sighs> I don't need your hate crime shit <laughs> on my Italo disco album.
2: I think he did invite her, and she said no because she was uh, trying to think of ways to insult
0: transgendered people. Yeah, probably.
1: That's all she does. She's, she's, she runs a trailer park and um, t- thinks of ways to insult transgender people. Yeah, all I got
0: a whole Excel file. Mm-hmm. Different ways to do it. Yeah. I
2: don't think she's that high tech.
0: <laughs> oh. You think she just, she's, like, she whittles it out on... She's just word perfect. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, my, my recommendation is, uh, it's on Netflix streaming and it hadn't been streaming for a long time. Um, I'd always wanted to see it, uh, Terriers. It was a series on FX with Donald Logue. Oh yeah. Some other guy. And I kept hearing good things and it's, it's really good. Like it start when it starts out, it seems like kind of a, a USA type drama show, you know, like private eye show, but, but better. Like patriotic. Um, what? Is that a show?
1: Patriotic. I think he means oh, yeah. so net-
0: USA,
1: a US... USA,
0: yeah, okay. no, sorry, not not USA like a as opposed to an Armenian drama, but <laughs> but yeah, USA network. But then it gets, uh, but it's better than that. But and then it gets, uh, it gets more complicated and kind of darker. And I thought it was really good, and I was bummed that it only lasted one season after I first uh, watching spoiler it. Spoiler alert, or maybe not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I that did remember some really of the good stuff. Oops.
2: Which one? D- Donald not yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems to show up in lots of things that don't last. So yeah. goodbye, Gotham. Yeah, right. It's, uh, who else does that? Somebody is
1: always showing up in things that don't last, and I feel so bad for them. Um, Casey Wilson, I love Casey Wilson, but none of her shows last. Yeah,
0: yeah, I love Casey Wilson too. Yeah, it's too bad. Because I wanted to, I really wanted to like that marry me, and then I just
1: didn't. Oh, they killed it. They just—it was so—it got so up its own ass in like four episodes.
0: Yeah. And yeah,
2: endings got like an extra life, and then it started to suck. So I didn't feel so bad for it then, but yeah. yeah. But she is good. I like her.
0: Can I say this? Renewed for a second season. Nope.
2: Nope.
1: What?
0: Renewed for a second (laughs) season. That uh, what is what is her name? Pat. I can't. That fucking Deborah Messing show. No, there's no know. way that came. So again. you know what? No, you're lying. Piece Isn't of that shit. the only NBC
1: show that got renewed? I think so. So go fuck I yourselves, think... America.
0: It <laughs> a terrible show. Oh my God! It's it... have you seen it, Michael?
1: I haven't. I mean, I I liked Deborah Messing and Will and Grace, and I think she's gone way off the deep end since. And I have never seen it. I've never even turned it on. Yeah, she missed.
0: She missed the deep end on this one and just the fell into of orbit. Yeah, the mysteries of Laura. Oh Jesus Christ, dude! You, you but have... yet,
1: Mindy project gets canceled. I mean, I mean, saved by Hulu or whatever.
0: But like, well, Mindy it's... project wasn't very good either. No, Whoa, I think you just—I think you just hit a sore spot with Michael.
1: I agree. This once, since Adam Pally left this year, it went downhill.
2: Well, and even it, like, the other seasons, they—they they, they had this like, let's have guest stars on to be a love interest for Mindy, and it got so boring. It was funny at times, but it just—they—they they lost track of what made the show funny too often that's a show that like should have 13
1: episode seasons I and they their worst like enemy is that they have more than that and hulu renewed them for a 26 episode season which means like disaster i'm sure for the story
0: yeah i i i find mindy kaling mostly likable um maybe a little too focused on being shallow but uh but yeah i didn't i didn't i thought the show like i I watched some of it, and I thought it was better early on, and then I just was like, "eh." Although I think them.
2: Michael likes it because it's very misogynistic. Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. I said I was a bully. I didn't say I was misogynistic. Oh, maybe John I said you were. So yeah. I'm
2: just going by what he said.
1: <laughs> I I think I feel like that show is funny because, like, it's so self-involved. Like she's so self-involved. But right. I agree, it grates on you. It has ups and downs, and like yeah. I. I like it, but the I wasn't really interested this season.
2: Is really funny. He's probably my favorite part of the show. I don't remember his name, but who Morgan? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He's funny. Adam Pally was funny on that show, he was. but then he left.
2: I didn't know he left. I had stopped watching this season, so I didn't know he left. Why did he leave?
1: He left to like follow his girlfriend to Texas or no, whatever no, I mean, on the show.
2: In real life, why did he leave?
1: To oh, follow he his like, girlfriend to a Texas. Ship. Yeah. Hey, no, he oh, got that's- a- Oh, he's okay. his stars on the rise, and he got like a he's got some show coming out in the fall. He's got like oh, his no. own deal now.
0: That usually works out well for people.
1: <laughs> I mean, it worked for Amy Schumer, right? I don't know. Oh,
2: have you guys talked about her? Nope. No, I, her show is pretty popular, though, right? The, you guys not I, seen Schumer, Amy Schumer? I have not. Oh, it's funny. You should. It's we, hilarious. I have an episode about that show. It's pretty funny. The the bits I've seen, I haven't seen every episode. No, she's a misogynist
1: just kidding
0: she's a amazing. Fag hag.
1: yeah actually she doesn't really strike me as like a fag hag. she so strikes me she as doesn't. like very straight girl yeah bullshit. but i like her i think she's so smart love her sorry what was your recommendation again terriers
0: terriers yeah well uh, pat what do you got
2: i have two i recommend the comic book series i think came and ended last year it's <laughs> only seven issues caliban from garth Ennis. it's science fiction fun stuff well, as fun as a dark science fiction about body snatchers can be. But wait, Caliban? Uh,
0: wait. Wasn't that the that dude in X-Men?
1: Maybe. Oh. Yes, it was. Garth Ennis apparently doesn't realize that he just, the name from X-Men. Fucking Garth Ennis. <laughs> and from um, whatever book that name came from, which I think is, what, that H.G. Wells
0: book? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Valley of the Dolls. I I think uh I think yeah what, what's up with Garth Ennis? You know he also on the goddamn uh Shinglecast 2000. I I don't I'm just bitter. I guess. I'm sorry Garth Ennis. I didn't really mean to give you. That.
2: Well, he did do a lot of funding for Shinglecast 2000, so you think they would have him on.
0: Yeah, I I funded too. So I which is why I don't understand why I haven't been on.
2: Yeah, but your funding was a check that was bounced. It's still a check.
0: It was it's still, it still recognized as legal tender in <laughs> It was negative states. numbers. You put negative
2: $1,000. <laughs> and the bank actually cashed it and took $1,000 out of their account and gave it to you.
0: Listen, that's just Such for tax purposes. I think I, I obeyed the spirit of the law. <laughs> and so have me on, shingle cast.
1: That would be a great Halloween costume to be a ghost that's the spirit of the law. <laughs>
0: Yeah, what do you look like? He'd be like somebody like beaten on a black person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just the spirit of the law. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not the word of the law. Um, Garth- and, and, Garth- I- and he's Preacher, right?
0: That's, that's yeah. the same. Okay. Oh, I like Preacher a lot.
2: Yeah. They're making a movie
0: out of that, I guess, with Seth Rogen directing. Yeah. That that should be awesome. That is a
2: great idea. And my second recommendation is go on YouTube and search for Chris Elliott episodes of uh, Bits where he did was on David Letterman over the years because I did that this afternoon and just laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> I did it because I wanted to see his last uh, appearance. appearance on the show, mm-hmm. and that wasn't that funny. I was hoping mm-hmm. for it to be less – like he was he was too serious. I wanted him to be more funny, but it was still funny. But his old stuff is really, really funny. And you I should. Would. So cool.
0: I would say just look for him doing his Marlon Brando impression on David Letterman, because that always no, cracked me up.
2: That does crack me up, but there's other impressions he did over the years that were just as funny, and I didn't remember. Like He did a really funny impression of Jay Leno, where he had a a prosthetic chin, and it was really good.
0: <laughs> and he probably sounded nothing like Jay Leno. No, he sounded pretty Oh, he actually tried to do it. Yeah. He came on
2: as Marv Albert one time and showed sports clips that were not in any way interesting. And it was hilarious. So anyway, look for Chris Elliott and David Letterman and you'll laugh. Wait, so Chris
1: Elliott, did you guys, have you guys watched Shits Creek?
2: No. I Yeah. I watched the first episode and thought it was really funny and then forgot to keep watching. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was <laughs> I a mean, good show What I saw. Did you like the whole thing? You know what? I actually stayed with it for the whole thing. It's like 12 episodes or something. I don't know. You know what? There's something about it that kept me watching it, but I don't know that I would say I liked it. You know, like, the, it was... Right. I, it, it was like, it's kind of a weird show. Yeah. Like, but Chris Elliott is like the um, the head idiot of the town or something in that show. And uh, he's pretty good in that role. Oh, that's,
0: it's a role he was born to play. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's right in his wheelhouse. And uh, it's like Eugene Levy and his son, and then, you know, Catherine O'Hara. And you just expect mm-hmm. like something more than what this ended up being, but it was still watchable.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll like check it. it out. I didn't even know he was on it. I, oh, I,
2: great. I recommended it a few episodes ago, and now you're going to check it out.
0: <laughs> well, Michael <laughs> and recommended I didn't it it this. I was on it. That's why I recommended it. <laughs> Did you not hear Michael just say it, though? No, I didn't hear Michael. Yeah, Michael yeah, recommended I it, so it. now Probably. I have to listen
2: or watch. I can't hear either of you guys. Is that streaming anywhere? What?
1: I think it's on Hulu or Netflix because I keep missing the real live broadcast, and it's on it's, one of those.
2: It's on a really weird channel. It's on. It's like, like yeah, it's like pop. pop
1: work. Oh, it's yeah, pop. it used to be it used to be the TV Guide channel, and now it's called Pop. Or it used to be the Soap Opera Channel, and now it's called Pop. I'm not sure which one, but yeah, it's on on Pop, and it's I mean it's it's the only show I think on Pop.
0: <laughs> well, I I uh, should mention kind of in the spirit of that hulu got um some adult swim shows now so uh, i've been watching eagle heart with chris elliott which is pretty fucking funny yeah i've not seen that yet yeah
2: it's great brett Gelman. i mean chris elliott's okay and it's surprising to me since i love him so much but what i really like about that show is brett 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 Gelman's Gelman's hilarious and
0: and it's only like what 10 or 15 minute episodes like yeah yeah yeah, it's it's a typical adult swim
2: yeah Oh, they should have a new network called Adult Adult Swimmer, where it's all David Swimmer shows yeah
0: <laughs> and, and actually him acting out adult swim shows all by yes. him doing all the parts <laughs> just like in a room like there would be no production costs on that except his astronomical salary, of course, which he's earned
1: It, it would probably be exactly the same amount of funny and interesting as any other adult swim show okay. whoa. Although I love Adult Swim, what do I, I was going to say,
0: gonna say
2: <laughs> yeah, that was harsh. That's kind of <laughs> harsh.
1: I was kidding. Look, if, when you guys, Children's
2: hospital is awesome. So
1: you finally have access to see um, Jack and Triumph. Yes. Oh um, God damn it! Yeah, I want to see that. that. that that show will make it onto Hulu shortly, I'm sure. But it's only six episodes. There's seven episodes. But that show is so ridiculously low budget that they make it part of the show, and it's hilarious. It's so fucking hilarious. Like that when Triumph reaches for something, you know how they have the fake paw come in yes. to reach for it. Like they don't even try to hide that fake paw. And that you fake see like paw, the
0: wires and the,
1: yeah. Sometimes that fake paw is six feet long <laughs> <laughs> and it's not remotely connected to the dog. <laughs> they don't even try. It's amazing. It's so funny.
0: All right. I'll, yeah, I definitely want to see it. Well, I love both of them. So, yeah. Um, Alright, well I've got to go I'm going out with uh Steve Maucus, our co worker and future or and past guest, uh, to see uh Jesus and Mary Chain tonight. So hmm. I've got Where did to... the name drop. I yeah, Jesus and Mary Chain. No, I'm talking about Steve Maucus. Oh sorry.
1: No. Steve Moccus doesn't go anywhere with me. Well Anymore.
0: Right. Maybe if you can get him on uh on the so... podcast that shall remain nameless from here on out <laughs> <laughs> Singlecast2000.
1: I I have this this vision of you and Steve being like you know at the the club like listening to the music or whatever and then he's like hey I'm on this podcast called <laughs> Singlecast Singlecast2000 and, and you, you just
3: just punch him just spit <laughs> start right in his kicking eye.
0: <laughs> Oh, all right, do your thing, Pat.
2: Oh, write to us at popculturecontinuum@gmail.com if you'd like to be on the show, if you have a recommendation, or if you just want to say hi. Rate us highly on iTunes and write a review. And click like on us on Facebook or click like on individual episodes. Be like Jessica, our greatest uh, sometimes co-host and fan who always clicks like, and she's awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, personally, I don't pay any attention to that, but uh, if she does that, that's, that's nice. You just commented to her, so you lie. Sometimes a lie is just a truth in an ugly, ugly mask.
1: Are you talking about Jessica?
0: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jessica. That was all Michael, Jessica. <laughs> trying to get me in hot water. But yes, I was talking about her. Um, <laughs> and, oh, and also uh, another thing you can do is uh, start up a petition to cancel that goddamn Deborah message show.
2: <laughs> I don't believe it. I I forgot to look it up. I don't believe you oh, for one it second. Is There's 100% no way that's just renewed. It's
1: true. It's totally true. And they canceled
0: revenge. Yeah.
2: Oh actually that was a good thing. That was yeah, a spot. Yeah.
0: Totally. Totally. <laughs> All right. Um well thanks again, Michael. And uh You bet ne- yeah. next time you come up with the topic and as always we'll do it. I won't.
1: Yeah. No, that's how desperate you are. I just give you a topic and we'll do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's exactly how desperate I am. <laughs> Got to keep that
1: canceled download ratio
0: high. <laughs> it, it, you know what? We all have to have something to hang our hat on. Yeah. Oh, just,
2: next episode is going to be either about the KKK or Nambla yeah. <laughs> and how we support both of them.
1: <laughs> also about supplements like ginseng.
2: Yeah. St. John's wort.
1: St. <laughs> <Saint> John's wort.
2: <laughs> and how you should not vaccinate your children. Right. And,
0: uh... Oh, you, the, the, you can vaccinate other people's children. Yes, you can. You can also vivisect them. So look forward to that all on our next podcast. Uh, all right. Let's be renewed. What's that? <laughs> I told you it's... Dude, we're not <laughs> fucking with you. Like, I'm legitimately angry about that. Even I'm not that cruel. It is totally true. Yeah.
2: Oh, I see it now.
0: Oh, yeah. Your eyes have been opened. Yeah. <laughs>
2: The TV by the numbers guy re-
0: predicted it would be canceled, and it says here, miss. Yep. Yep, TV by the numbers. He's he's also like Kate Pearson, whittling his shit on Bark, and uh, <laughs> he's just not working out. I thought you were going to say he was transphobic. He might be. I think he's, yeah, he doesn't like that that show. Wait, that's not even called trans. What's it called?
1: transparent
0: transparent damn
1: oh my god you guys have never seen that have you have oh you have no
2: i've never seen
0: it i really like jeffrey tambor on it and the children are all such pieces of shit i I find it i find it almost hard to watch them
1: it is hard but that's what i like about i like that
0: yeah when you say mindy kaling self-involved on that show these kids man oh i know right (sighs) but jeffrey tambor is great yeah yeah Is wonderful we'll do that one time for sure all right um then I guess until next time. Goodbye everybody.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>